Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Let me know when you're ready. That's a good start. This is Tanner, Drew, and Laura's Donkey Show. Donkey Show. What up, kids? Thanks for checking out Tanner, Drew, and Laura's Donkey Show podcasto. Heard online at 1059thebrew.com. I'm Tanner. Drew's there. Laura's here. Buster S. Marcus is in the, uh, I was going to say in the studio, but he's not. He's in he's a, a studio. In, yeah, he's some, in a studio. Someone's studio. Actually, not ours. in his attic. That's where his studio is at, in his house. Good morning, Marcus, from your attic. I like to think of it as a loft. Ooh, that's uh, that. That'd be a good selling point if it was yeah. on the market. I think it was an attic converted into a loft. Is what I think it is. So it's blue no, out of wall. It was a complete addition. This this that this house wasn't built with this room up here. Believe it or not. Oh, they, they added the whole thing. That's what I was saying. Like it was. It, like it wasn't even an attic. Is what he's saying. It was a nothing. Oh, oh like okay. It wasn't. No. So it was like Quartz House, where he just put on a second level. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh. Yep. It was. It was. Uh. This was a one-story. Kind of a weird beard house, if you want my honest opinion. They added this and made it better, but I still don't really like the layout now that I've lived in it for as long as I have. Do you uh, do you still have people camping behind your house? No, that's been done for a while. Um, they tend to run them out pretty quick. There is a guy that's like four or five blocks from me who literally lives on the side of the street in like a nice camp trailer with a Toyota FJ Cruiser. And they kick him out every now and then, and he just stays away for a day and then comes back. Um, he's got, like, a whole family living in that trailer. The he, little girl, dog, wife, two cars, and this camp trailer. He just parks it on the side of the street. And he has the Toyota FJ Cruiser. Yeah. I on mean, the side the, of the, the road. That, trailer, what I was just going to say is that that car alone, you could sell and pay rent. I mean that—that's a luxury oh, yeah. vehicle at this point. People are paying top dollar. Well, it's my car. house and toilet. And it's like you're gonna <laughs> sit on the side of the road with that. Yeah, like your kids are eating dust all day, so you keep that cruiser, dude. Sell your car. And it's a brand new, it's a brand new trailer too. It's fully outfitted. It's got a generator. He's got fuel cans on the back. Like it looks like if you saw this driving down the road, you would think, oh, that guy's got a good job and. Has so enough money for toys. When I huh. see stuff like that, I always think either that stuff was given to them by somebody or they're at their early stages of their addiction and they They've still have the some rest. of their stuff from their previous mm-hmm. life. And this is slowly draining. Yeah, that's that's I always wonder that because I have seen like a nicer car uh, in one of those areas that a lot of cars are being stripped and there's somebody sitting it. I don't know, maybe it was stolen just recently or maybe that person I always go, oh, I wonder if they're just starting their addiction and, mm-hmm. and starting and this is flush. the beginning of the end because they all have to start somewhere. It's true. You get a little nicer jeans on still at that point, and then or, eventually they're toast. Or, I mean, uh, benefit of the doubt, maybe they just, like, maybe their house got foreclosed on because they lost their job, and so they were able to keep their trailer, and maybe they're not, like, complete drug addicts yet. Maybe they just don't have any other place to live. Well, and not well to when you're eating your own face, I'm going to go and say <laughs> it has nothing to do with just being uh, poor. Plus, if you have a fat trailer, and you've got a cool car, and you've lost the house... Chances are you're also on a payment plan on that trailer, and they're coming for that next.
That's true. To keep a trailer, I mean, trailer I guess payments but a, but a are trailer vicious. payments less than a house payment. Depends Depending. on what kind. I mean, yeah. Marcus has seen the trailer. We haven't, but those ones when you go to the RV fest, yeah, make your there is much as a house. Fall off. Yeah, Maybe like a car, like a car payment or something. It's crazy. I mean, they, there'll be one hundred and fifty thousand dollars for a for yeah. one of those things. Jesus. So you could be paying, you know, yeah. twelve hundred bucks, maybe you would think for something like if like if you've got yeah. the money and you needed a big thing for your fucking giant boat. Yeah, you're gonna be you've got a fat bill every month coming on that. So it's yeah. gotta be for people who are upside down in payments right now, it's gotta be brutal. Yeah, you're like you're rich, you know, but you have so many payments that you've got no money left over. Mm-hmm. I bet that happens to a lot of people. We've got yeah. so many credit card rich people around me. There's no way they have the money for the things they have. It's impossible. Mm-hmm. But they I think they're just faking it. Till they make it. Yeah. There's a lot of people like that, you know, especially in those neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of it can be, Im- you know, just image because they've been in the house right. for a long time. Maybe they have, they've hit a hard spot, but they've got friends and they don't want to make, make mm-hmm. it look like they're in a hard spot. Right. So. Exactly. Like they talk about coupons, but they're driving a Rivian yeah. and you're like, what, what? I don't, none of this correlates. There's mm-hmm. that episode of Breaking Bad when, uh, they, they, that lawyer was like hemorrhaging money and he, he owed all this money in taxes or not the lawyer, sorry, this guy who owned a business, Ted, the guy mm. that uh, that that Skyler cheated on Walt with. Yeah, yeah. And he had no money, and they gave him money to like pay off his taxes, so they wouldn't get caught. And yep. he went out and bought a BMW. Right. It's like they can't control it. Yeah, he goes so much impulse. Have to keep a keep uh, keep up that image, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, you live in a one bedroom apartment. It's brutal, and I'd rather have an older car and enjoy where I lay my head. Personally, right. I think you're right. I think you're right. Uh, I think that's a good. You, and you've always had like, you know, you just got a new car, but you're not driving it. Yeah, and it's not really mine. Well, and also it's like almost paid off already. It's not yeah. like you just like went out yeah. and you're like, all right, start from zero down. I know. I hope gonna... it paid off in June. June's my last payment, which is crazy. That's fucking awesome. Man. I know. It's, but I mean, until it's great, then, but... I've done nothing. Yeah. And it's a Forerunner, and the resale value is mm. just, you know, when I bought my Forerunner, my first one in 2018, it was forty seven thousand dollars, forty eight thousand. And the insurance company gave me forty-seven and a half. That's After nice. all those years, yeah, yeah, which is then that doesn't work for anything in the world except a Toyota these days. Yeah, that, that wouldn't have worked with a Honda or something no. like that. But I mean, also, it's like a lot of people can't afford that upfront forty-seven. Th- like, if you told me, if like, like, just like sticker on a car on a, a dealership, forty-seven thousand dollars, forget about it. Like, I can't even dream of making that kind of car payment. So I feel like some people oh, yeah. have to go for- I didn't like, uh, I, yeah, But you I, also, you had money against the principal. Yeah, so sure, like, like if you he, have a down payment or whatever. He right, 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 right. right there. But still, mm-hmm. it's like some people, some people are like, okay, $18,000 Honda, that's what I can do right now. Mm-hmm. I know? think for the first one I put down, I want to say like 15. Yeah, which is big. I mean, that's that's and, so, so helpful. I wanted to put to more payments. down on this one. I just, I wasn't able to. I had some things going on, but. It just adding car payments to your life is so intense, you know, mm-hmm. and to have like two of them at, at once. That's why I'm like, okay, my car runs real well. It's got 270,000 miles on my Land Cruiser. And that thing still, I mean, I put a lot of maintenance into it, but it purrs like a kitten until yeah. it knocks me off. You gotta. Uh, that's not a car payment. Drive that thing till the wheels fall off. Mm-hmm, literally. Yeah, and interest rates play such a big part in it, too. You know, mm-hmm. I think about it like I bought my Focus. You guys remember the the old Pikachu back in 2001? It was brand new, $17,000, uh, 0% financing. I bought it in high school, pretty much. And for how much? I mean, it was seventeen grand, brand well, new. Way overpaid for that. <laughs> <laughs> You're 
But you're going to sit here and talk about a forerunner. 47000 for a forerunner is outrageous if you're thinking about a new one. Those things are like 80 brand new off the lot now. What? And I, I mean, well, I'm I just a got a new one. It was, I, I just bought I bought mine in 22. Yeah, and I bought a new one just Flat, this year. This year and, and it wasn't that much. Yeah, it was like more like high 40s. It's like 50. You, well, you have See, a I lot of bells and whistles. Maybe this is back when the inventory was bad, but I was selling used ones for 47. I had a guy from Vegas come in with more jewelry than I've ever seen and offer me 45 <laughs> for a one with like 30 grand or 30,000 miles the on dealers, it. The my manager laughed at him. The dealership was telling me about that. They, they were saying that people would, would fly in from out of state to pay mm-hmm. cash for a forerunner. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, a like, used yeah. one. but like pandemic times, there was, there was nothing. None. And so that's yeah. and you were working there during a lot of that tougher times on inventory, Marcus. And the inventory has and when I bought my car, inventory had just arrived, and it was still a delay for anything that wasn't currently on the lot. Right. Like I I bought a car that was already there because it wasn't like you know it was going to take time as a production. I mm-hmm. ordered my car and I think I waited three months. You, yeah, it, it was. I feel like it was longer was it than more that. Than that? Like, Your car yeah. is so specialty though that. When we drove to Salem for bacon and beer, and I don't even know if you r- realized that I drove past you on that thing. I saw you zip way, right by me. Way out it in the distance, just like drooling. <laughs> way like, out ah. in the distance, I saw these crazy lights, right? And it was—it looked like there was like a raptor on the road or something, yeah. like an like an actual like a like demon eyes or something. And so then when I got up closer, I'm like, "There's no way two people have this car." And I look over, and it's Tanner. And uh, the front, like it's it's like it's magical. The lights are different. The front line, the yeah. the whole deal. It's slick for sure. It's a different look, you know. So those are that's a luxury that uh, is pretty nice. Um, yeah, I, I, that's probably why it took. But also, just took a long time to get the forerunner into the warehouse, mm-hmm. and then it took like uh, yeah, because they wanted weeks that to color and this. They and drove that. it down, didn't they? From yeah, somewhere, yeah, from somewhere. Everett, Washington, I think Aberdeen, Aberdeen. Yeah. So, um, you know, like. It it probably took three weeks for them to install everything. Yeah, but the most of it was waiting for that specific model and color to be like made. I think mm-hmm. they had to make. I don't know what the wait was uh, was. You know, I don't know why it took so long, but I'm assuming was, it was on a assembly line or something somewhere. Yeah, I was walking past your car yesterday. I love the throwback that little emblem. You know, they did the whole stripe on some of them. I chose not to buy, but the the little. What is it, like orange, yellow, and white? Yeah, yeah, thing. yeah. yeah I, I think there's some red in there. Throwback. Oh yeah, like maybe a burnt, a burnt red type look. Mm-hmm. That is, I like that a lot. I like that. Yeah, there's too. a bunch of different colors of those too. They had some blue ones, so you could if you. You, you have get one. Of, you have one of those of on one. the fr- front, right? Yeah, front. Right. Yeah, yeah, and you can get one to match your your color. So if you. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Um, but there, I had a point about the the forerunners. Uh, uh, we were talking about uh, habity, habity, who. how freaking sexy they are. But just yeah, you know, the, well, the resales- originally we were talking about payments, and you were like, "Well, you drive a car that doesn't have a payment." I think is where we started. You're right. Yeah. I. Oh God, man. Uh, my payments did go up because I was only paying for my last forerunner before the, it was totaled, like three fifteen a month. You would. I mean, you think about it, your loan was so far down. Yeah. You were getting right. close to paying that one off. And uh, so this one, I it went up like a hundred something. Mm-hmm. But for what bucks. it looks like. That car is going to have resale value forever. The sad thing for us, I'm going to have to sell it at some point and probably get a Sequoia because or something bigger because right. I have another kid. Right. I bought mm-hmm. that car before uh, Amy was even pregnant. Would you ever consider a minivan? Or Oh, I, I love minivans. Not for me to own, but uh, on vacation. But Amy, some of those, Amy will not have it under any circumstances. I feel like some of the <laughs> new ones are really sick, though. They have the, the, the chairs that will come out. 
Yeah. yeah you know, like automatic sliding doors on both sides they and have TVs. And- the coolest features, but it does not matter. Amy is undeterrable. You can you could let her hold the controller. You could sit her mm-hmm. in the swivel. I mean, the thing could splash water on your butt and clean it up. She, <laughs> she could would, have a built-in bidet and she still would She just it. looks at it and goes, that's a minivan. Dude, I feel like dudes are more into minivans because my uh, brother is the same way. He loves his minivan. Man. But uh, yeah, I don't know. My sister-in-law just kind of is like, yeah, whatever. But when I was in high loves sc- it. When I was in high school, I really wanted an Astro van. Oh, we, had, we had an Astro we, van. That's what I drove to drive. I, wanted, I learned, to, learned to drive it. There was, there's this place by my... Uh, like, so when I used to go to Marshall High School, uh, there's like two blocks down the street, there was a Baxter Auto Parts. I think it might still be there. Mm-hmm. But in front, I don't know if it was an employee's car or the owner's car, but it was an Astro van and it had hydraulics. And no. so it'd be, it'd be parked in the front, all tilted all the time. <laughs> it was like a gray Astro van. And I thought it was the coolest thing because I also thought hydraulics were be back bou- then. bouncing down the street. I don't know what Astro I was thinking. Van. There was a small window where I thought lowriders were really, really, really sweet. And I wanted this Astro van with hydraulics so bad. And so for like, I remember I would go home and draw and like drop specs for how I wanted the inside of my Astro van to look. Astro vans were pretty nice. We had a Dodge Caravan, the 1998 Mm -hmm. Dodge Caravan. In 1998, everybody had a Dodge. It's the 88 Dodge Caravan. So back then, we had three seats across the back, but like bench seat style. And then in the middle row, you had a two-seater, like a love seat, but they sat together against one wall, and you only had one slider mechanical. So, like, it, it was a minivan, but it was kind of like a delivery van with seats. Mm-hmm. You guys, oh, and you man. see a Dodge Caravan, it has a very specific mm-hmm. 1988 look. Yeah. That was, I don't want to scare you here, Drew. Because you brought up the Sequoia, but that was that was where my number came from. I was wrong on the like you guys said on the uh, Forerunner. I I built a Forerunner real quick just to see what it would be, and the TRD Pro is still running sixty five, I think. So when uh, I but I, I bought mine earlier this year, it uh, it started started at fifty one thousand, mm-hmm. and then yeah, they're the, base, right the base the, package. Yeah. I, I'm looking at a TRD Pro Sequoia right now, seventy-eight thousand seven hundred. Yeah, and they are. That's what Damian Lillard was driving. This is bonkers to me. Like seventy-eight thousand dollars for a car? Fuck off! Like well, I know it's gonna last for a long time, but like that's a house. I was dude. just like, dating a girl who crazy. who had a Volvo that she spent a hundred and twenty thousand dollars. They're on. very it's safe. Ridiculous. And this this Volvo had like. Hologram images in the windshield. It would auto correct if you like hit a bump. Mm-hmm. It would fix the wheels like for you. It had all these crazy features that honestly kind of made me uncomfortable. But yeah, yeah. it's the one hundred twenty grand for a car. I mean, that, what's the most expensive car? It's probably like a couple uh, dude, million. Teslas, Teslas, sure. you're gonna pay over a hundred for. Which I mean, mm-hmm. look at that. It's like in a couple of years. Well, is there a reason why Tesla stock keep, keeps going down? Because they're pieces of the shit. shit cars. Well, and and once Sequoia, your warranty is up, I guess they just treat you like shit. Right. And when I said I'd like to get a Sequoia, I had not seen that sticker price. Right. No, and I'm not I, saying- I didn't <laughs> think I could just go out and buy an $80,000 car. I'm not saying you were in it like, a fu- yeah. you know, I'm just saying like, how, like- You want to hear something crazy? For a car. You want to hear like, what the most expensive car in the world is? Okay. The 1955 Mercedes-Benz uh, Benz 300 SLR- Eulenhalt, uh, Eulenhalt uh, Coupe. Eulenhalt. It's a, so, it's it's a, it was a prototype, but it sold for 142 million dollars last year. 
And like, it'd be nice to know what act, because that's not a car. The reason why it's so rare, it's like a baseball card. It's it's its only thing. And I'd some like, like oil king probably bought it or something. Like, what's the most expensive car in production? Well, I hear the most expensive car in production. Like, uh, is it a McLaren? Uh, 15 of the most expensive cars in the world. It's just frustrating to me because it's like, cause it's like, oh, safety fe- features, blah, blah, blah. It's like, so I have to pay $75,000 for a safe car? Mm-hmm. Like, shouldn't every car be safe? Like, why? why? Exactly. You know uh, what I mean? Uh, the, Rolls, the Rolls-Royce boat tail is at number one, <laughs> and it's $28 million. That you can just, like, buy off so, the lot. A Bugatti, the, a Bugatti car is second at $19 million, and the third is uh, the Panjani, if I'm saying that right, Pagani, uh, Zonda HP. Uh, and that's seventeen point five million dollars. Zanda, and that's only for oil sheiks. I mean, you in order to have that, <laughs> yeah. you have to have oil money. Mm-hmm. That's some Abu Dhabi type behavior. Uh, sorry, Drew. I've got some good news for you on the Sequoia. You can get a two thousand two for twelve grand. It only has one hundred and fifty nine thousand miles on it. So well, you're set. I, mean, honestly, that's, 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 hey, that's I drive good. an 04 yeah. Land Cruiser. Purrs like a kitten. 150,000 miles, that's nothing for a Toyota. Compared to a 270 and count. I think it might be 274. When I get to 300, I'm going to do the Power Fist. You remember the Power Fist? No. Uh, The commercials, Tanner, you remember this. They would get the hundred thousand mile club. They would it would be like a Toyota on the road, and the person would jump and throw their fist. Yeah, they do it in the slow air. motion, wouldn't they? Yeah, and it would say one hundred thousand miles, two hundred thousand miles. Because even back then, Toyotas reigned supreme. Was that back when they would have the com- like a rock? Uh, no, that's, I, that's I think that was Dodge. Uh, Chevy, like Ram, who's oh, like a rock. Uh, built Ford tough, like a rock is Chevy. It's got to be. Hmm. It might. You might. I think it you're is. right. Marcus is country. Yeah. Is it Chevy? Yeah. Uh, oh, actually. Just paid my like a rock off last month, so it's oh. funny that we're having this. Congratulations! Remember when you got that truck? Look at nice that. Work. The worst part about paying off your car is that I feel like immediately things start going wrong, and you're like, "Well, now you got to get new this, and now you got to get new that." And I'm like, "God, that's damn what it. the people were saying with Teslas too. Like, as soon as your warranty is up, it's like they know." Yeah. It's like they built the car. It's, it's, it's like the iPhone where it's like, oh, your model's outdated. Yeah. Let's make it run really slow. It's like they built the car built the car to know to start giving up around this date. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Dude, and, and this sounds real catty. When when the people with the Teslas, the like the ones that were in like the uh, the Will Smith videos and stuff, when the Lambo doors open. Like when I was off for work, I dropped the kids off in my car, and the car in front of me's Lambo doors open, and the kids got out. It's a pretty sweet look. Yeah. I wouldn't buy one for the very reasons you guys just said, but can some other cars get the Lambo doors? Right, because they come up like all sleek. They don't even yeah. wouldn't even hit the car next to them, and then up. I mean, like, it, oh, is, it is undeniably like cool. Yeah, <laughs> it's hard not to love the Lambo door, just like you love. A robotic door on a minivan. The Lambo door yeah. makes more sense than like a DeLorean door because you can't park in a spot with a DeLorean. Mm-hmm. Just bash up the car right next to you, the yeah. door opening up like a spaceship. Like, uh... Yeah, that's true. And I, I was surprised to see how they open those because they do kind of come up like a bird yeah. and then out. And what happens when like the uh, 
when the the little pressure stick breaks and you got you got to push that thing up. Yeah, That's like, a great question because like think about the back window in yeah. your car. Like so, my car being an 04, you have to open the back, but then you and have like to prop it up. Just with a give stick. it a, no, just give it oh. a lift. And a little thing that goes and, and yeah. then then it's had the help. If you're having to hold up your Lambo doors, the cool falls out of it. Dude, I can't yeah. imagine how heavy they are. It's the same thing with like the, sure. those Deloreans. Like what happens if that that little uh, weight. I don't I know what they call the that little lever, that little pipe. Working, the price yeah. to fix that little spring or that hydraulic. The, yeah, the hydraulic. Uh, yeah, that the, you hear it make the noise that yeah. like it's filling up with air or whatever. But. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing about expensive cars is that fixing them is always so much more expensive. Like, yeah. oh yeah, your uh, your Lambo door compressors have gone out. No one will ever say that in our car. But sometimes <laughs> even cheap cars. In my Chevy Malibu, uh, it, it was ridiculous yeah. just to change the headlight. That's uh, true. And the the, way I had to take the bumper off to change the headlight. <laughs> they really should rethink how they build cars. Like, you have to remove five things to fix an yeah. alternator. Like, can we not make those it that things way? that go out that we need to replace every couple of years? You need to make those easily accessible. Mm-hmm. Can't make, I shouldn't have to stuff. take the bumper off. Yeah, like, that's, oh, yeah, that's kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Uh, I wanted to play you this clip. This is a clip of Jonathan Davis. It doesn't look like the rest of Corn, but just Jonathan Davis of Corn doing like an acoustic performance. All right. And the video is titled, uh, titled uh, Boiting Me Down. Boiting? Because he uh, says- like dragging uh, me down. He says the word kind of weird, and so okay. yeah, listen to it. Beating me down. Burning, burning, burning me down. So should I say, try to say burning me down. Boiting me. Boiting me down. Beating me down. That first, that first scream a little is- got like a frog in his throat. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. I feel like he always sounds like he's got a frog in his throat, though. Yeah. Beating me down. Burning, burning, burning me down. Boiding me down. Into the ground. Screaming so sound. Burning, burning, burning me down. Boiding me down. Into the ground. Boiding. Boiding me down. Some edits in there. See, I think these are edits of his like all the times he fails to hit it. Yeah, yeah. All the little oohs and ahs and stuff that's just like what. By the way, he said everyone else is standing and he's sitting down. He's just well, doing he's it. Old, he's tired. He's Super yeah. tired. Those dreadlocks are heavy. There you go. The way he says that stuff, I feel like it's the day you realize your kid needs speech therapy. It's like, okay, oh, why we got a buono over here. This is great. It's going to cost me a fortune. Those first two albums, he was able to scream. You know, he he could really scream a lot, uh, Jonathan Davis, but I I don't know if he blew it out or he wasn't that good of a screamer to begin with. Yeah, maybe he wasn't doing it properly. Because at the time, there wasn't a lot of screaming in metal. You hear a little bit, like a couple of accents, but you never heard a lot of like, like like deftone like screaming, guttural, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, eh. Yeah, I I don't least I don't remember hearing a lot of that. Mm-mm. And and so I think once it got perfected, you're like, oh, maybe he's just not that great of a, a screamer. Could that be. could be a big part of it right there. How old is this guy, Jonathan Davis? Uh, he's got to be in his fifties. I'm thinking early fifties. He's got to be out oh. of his forties. Maybe late forties. Yeah, 40s. you guys are right. Fifty-two. All right. Makes sense. Makes sense. Makes sense. He looks homeless though, in so many. Yeah, things. and it looks like these pictures. It honestly kind of looks like his hair is falling out. Like he's I'm, got an iron deficiency. Well, okay, so um, does so he all the still have? Turds he rubbed in it. Probably. Does he still have the dreadlocks? It didn't look like it. 
Okay, because I was going to say, but his hair is still long. Yeah. Like, it's surprising to He me might have, because, like, one dreadlock, like a pirate. Yeah, well, which happens just, like, on accident, you know? But um, I feel like over the course of the years, like, don't most people, like, adjust their haircuts? Like, most people end up just, like, buzzing it off and just, like, evolving. He stayed the same this whole time. His in, in style his, has not evolved whatsoever. There's a wall of photos, you know, when you pull them up on Google. I can't find one where he looks showered. <laughs> I mean, I got a hundred pictures here. And just you want to hear something crazy? After all these years of them wearing Adidas, they just got an Adidas deal. Like <laughs> oh this gosh. year. That's a bit of a ride. They're like, yeah, but at the beginning, Adidas is probably like, it does not stand for all day I dream about sex. Please <laughs> stop saying that. Uh, so that, that clip I just played for you is, you know, uh, he's come a long way since Twist. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. This was like, I think this was the first track on the second album. It was supposed to be on the first album. But uh, somebody, the record labels like shouldn't put that on there. Actually, if you listen to the first album, somewhere in the background, you can hear somebody saying, "God, I wish we could put fucking Twist on this record." That's oh. funny. And then they go into the song, and then the next record, it's on. The, it's the very first track. So here's Twist from Corn. This is from Life Is Peachy. What year was this? I don't even early nineties, oh mid nineties. God, before Freak on on a leash, right? Oh yeah, it's the second album. Freak on a leash is the third. Okay, so ninety seven, ninety nine. on for another, like Man. 30 it seconds. Just, it's so funny. Can you imagine being in the room the first time Jonathan <laughs> Davis was like, all right, but what if we do that? I can't even do it. I can't even do it. But like I remember nobody, the, the nobody first... has, had ever done that. Nobody has done yeah. it since. Like, I remember the first time <laughs> me and my friends heard that though, it blew our minds and yeah. we were all just wanting to fight. You know, like we, it, right. I remember the, the football team at Marshall would listen to corn before games mm -hmm. and, you know, like before like wrestling matches and stuff and, um, even if you didn't like rock, you'd turn on corn. And I remember Twist was always playing and Blind. Mm, blind and and yeah. back then we hadn't heard a lot of that type of type of music, and so right. it, was, it was really hard back then. Oh, it seems very hard now. Yeah, I mean, it seems hard, hard. hard. Really? I'd say yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it does seem think, hard. But when I, in 1996, stuff that I'm listening to now it just blows the stuff. In '96, when this came out, I was listening to the Grateful Dead, Pink Floyd, and putting weed in my sock. Corn yeah. was not on my radar. And they were like yeah. the first one of the first bands that I remember anyway to put a seventh string on their guitar. And, and so back then, normal, like the, normal guitars have six strings. They had seven. That's why they have that deep sound. And the Corn kids at my school, they were like the Goths. Like they were yeah. with yeah. the Goth kids. They were yeah. the frightening trench coat kids. I, also feel like us. the metal stuff now, like the falling in reverse and the Papa Roach and whatever, it's all kind of like, I don't like sugar coated, like overproduced. Really? Yeah. Uh, but you because, listen to Wage War. This, this is like, but this is like gritty. You know what I mean? Like this is like, oh my God, are these guys possessed by the devil? You know, it was like yeah. a different was, kind of there's, vibe. There's some new stuff out now that I think blows that out of the water. You know, like, you I know. think Corn got its its gritty sound though from uh, what's this Fieldy or whichever one played the bass. The bass, yeah. yeah. 
his tones so effed up because his strings were constantly dragging across the frets. Like, yeah, he's, yeah. he's got them. They're, they're, they did just to make it sound crunchy. I mean, they are barely on that bass guitar. They're just hanging there. Yeah. That's why they hear that. <laughs> that right. fucking rattly that a, sound. I feel like that was kind of an artistic decision. Like, I think now that what you're hearing is uh, guitar players are, are cleaner with their big chuggy riffs like that and, mm -hmm. and and technology is better so it sounds produced but you're hearing it the way that it's originally meant to be heard when they write it yeah but I, yeah it's true a lot yeah of old metal was muddy right yeah New but metal. i think yeah, that yeah. was by design you know well also the some of the microphones weren't prepared for you know they just were over modulated and you can hear it in some of like even the first lincoln park record yeah. hybrid theory you can hear that that was probably done with like a a, a, a sure sm7b mm-hmm you know, like you could just hear it's not as great as it is now. Yeah, they have so much more to work with on sound quality. But I also feel like if like like if corn, if twist was produced the way music is now, it wouldn't be as good of a song. Because mm. it's dirty and it's know. gritty and it's grimy and that's the way it's supposed to be. You know, maybe. I mean, there's there's some truth to that. I mean, Rage Against the Machine kept all of their albums very gr gritty. You know, like most albums are recorded with a super professional fifteen hundred dollars, sometimes thirty thousand dollar microphones. Uh, uh, Zach Galifianakis used a, a, a SM58. Yeah, I mean, and I just think that all of music, it's so complicated on a level that like even just how they lay their hand across the strings or like you said, how loose those strings are completely changed the sound. Mm -hmm. And I'm such like a rookie to the whole idea of instruments, you know, but it is it's it's interesting when you find out that one thing is the same note as another, but they just laid their forearm on the string. Right. You want to know yeah. what's really crazy? And I know Marcus will attest to this because he's a drummer himself. But when you go and listen to rock music from the 90s or the early 2000s compared to today, the drummers today are ungodly. They're like, they, they, they do these things that I physically don't know how they can do. Like, I, I know how they're doing it. I just can't get my bodies to do my body to do that. Mm -hmm. And, the, you know, you go and listen to like a Rage Against Machine record where all the drum tracks are pretty simple. Anybody who knows how to play drums or have a simple, uh, you know, sense of rhythm can probably do that. It's not overly complicated. But the stuff where these guys are using these double kicks at these weird times and yeah. half times with their hands, it's, it's, Marcus, would you agree that some of these new drummers, not every band, but some of these guys are on another level compared to the way they used to be? Yeah. And I think that a lot of that comes from who we look up to because, you know, mm -hmm. as, as a young drummer coming up in like 96, I used to look at Lars Ulrich and think, God, he just he does some really cool stuff. And now <laughs> I look back at it and realize that what James Hetfield said is true. Lars Ulrich isn't even the best drummer in Metallica. <laughs> and he's like when you come up listening to, uh, you know, Mike Portnoy from Dream Theater or from myself, like Travis Barker became because he was doing things that nobody else could do. And now there's so many of those drummers for kids to listen to at a young age that are doing things that. Very few people can do. They aspire to much more. Like, I, I feel yeah. like I robbed myself aspiring to be as good as Lars Ulrich uh -huh. because I was in sixth grade. Yeah, this shit is so simple. And, like, when I play in Metallic songs at home on my drum set, I am bored. Yeah. Mm. But we yeah. were we were talking about Travis Barker the other day. And that, what was the, was it Anthem Part 3, Tanner, yeah, that you song. played? Where I'm just listening to it and I'm like... God damn, Travis Barker is so good. Like, yeah. you know, so it's like even mm. those drummers who we listen to as kids, they've evolved and they're better.
And uh, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty crazy to hear what people can do nowadays. Yeah, especially like a nine-year-old Japanese kid. Oh my but God. isn't <laughs> they're like prodigies? Isn't Lars a perfect example that simple sells? You oh know, sure. I mean, it, it's not the Beatles, but it's the same yeah. idea. It's I mean, like, the I'm a firm believer. Keep it easy. Uh, keep it. Keep it simple. Stupid and less is more. Oh man, some of the simplest guitar riffs, drum mm-hmm. lines, the whole deal—they're the best ones. Yeah. Uh, listen to this. Sir, Always go. a great example of that. Who is? ACDC. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> they only ever wrote one song. I was gonna say all their songs yeah. sound the same, so it's it's easy. And oh, drummers had. This. Oh my god. Hold on. <laughs> Turn Marcus off because and it never goes anywhere. You're gonna have to start again, Marcus. What? I was just saying that the ACDC drummers had the same cigarette hanging out of his mouth <sighs> since 1976, and it never goes anywhere mm. because he doesn't move. He paused mm. for a second while he was plotting that mur- murder for hire scheme, but after that, he put it back in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, before we leave, uh, I'm gonna give you an example of what I've been listening to lately. This is one of my favorite bands. Uh, Marcus actually turned me on to these guys. Jeez, 10 years ago, 11 years ago now. A day to remember. Mm. Um, the drum, the drums in this song are crazy. A song's called Miracle. And the, the drummer's doing crazy shit with his kick foot. We actually used this song as an intro on the show, I think. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's really good. That like, guy. A, like machine gun fire. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, it's impressive. Uh, so that's it's really not hard. It's just being tight. That's hard. Mm-hmm. Like you can do it slowly or whatever. But... And part of it is, is don't we aren't isn't this generation better because of that last one? You know, like we stand on the shoulder of giants. Yeah. is what they say. You just build on things. So like, mm-hmm. wow, yeah, Eric Clapton. I'll tell you what, that guy could teach you something about a guitar. But what you learned from him, and then what you learned from someone else, put it together, and now you're a hybrid badass. Do you guys ever wonder? Maybe I'm crazy. Before we go, do you ever wonder what music will sound like? Like fifty to a hundred years from now. Yeah, uh, it's. I was gonna say K-pop if you asked me two years ago, but I think we're coming out. This of is it. something I yeah. actually think about often. You know how they that that, that thing going viral. How often do you think about the Roman Empire? Yeah. I think about what music's gonna sound like in the future, and I think about it a lot. Like, are we gonna have? I read this book, and it was set in like the year twenty six hundred or something. So way way far from now. Mm-hmm. But uh, in in the in that future, everyone made music based on the sounds they heard. So sure. if you're, you'd have a device or your phone or whatever as you're walking, it would record sounds, a bus, a bird, whatever, a homeless guy spitting at you. And you could put that and make music out of it. And that's how all songs are made in the future. Well even Billie Eilish, I mean not to turn it into like some bubblegum pop reference but she and Phineas they use a lot of the sounds they use in their music are not from actual instruments That's a awesome. lot of them are from what you're talking about it's That's just cool. sounds that they hear I want to use the like sound that. of someone stepping in dog poop just oh, that squish <laughs> squish <laughs> boom squish squish they'll boom. call yeah. it uh, it'll be just like Portland no it's called it's called turd in your grid Tur- turd in your grid turd turd in your grid we're working on it yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get there so all right. Well, that's it. Anybody else have anything? I'm feeling pretty good I, about it. I was just going to ask you guys, have you seen these kids like run, uh, like speed run trap songs and stuff like that, that they make online? They'll do it in like a, a minute and a half and yeah. they'll have like a two minute song because they just take a few samples, copy and paste them, put a beat behind it, put bass behind it. And all of a sudden it's a full song. I think that's where we're going because now you can right. play any instrument with, mm-hmm. you know, a touchpad, essentially. Yeah. Right, that's mm-hmm. true. Yeah, I wonder how many times those kids practiced that before they shot the video that they got uh, right. I bet. But, you know, still. 
yeah. uh, point remains. They like it's to its think they're one-hitter quitters. Type of art form. It really is. It's it's cool when they can pull it off, though. Um, all right, guys, we'll see you tomorrow for a Friday show. We will have one more pair of tickets to go see Colin Yost. Roast. In Salem, we'll also have a free pizza to give away, $1,000 every single hour. Yeah. Uh, another edition of What's the Beef Watching with Casey. Beef Water will we'll show, you know, will tell us about whatever TV show he's watching. Can't wait. And um, I think that'll be it. Drew will give us some sports predictions. Yeah, well, we're going to find out if we were right yes. about the Buccaneers if Thursday night football hasn't hit yet, plus nine and a half. Let's make it four in a row. Let's get some. All right, we'll see you then. Bye. Transmission terminated. You've been listening to Tanner Drew and Laura's Donkey Show. Heard daily at 1059thebrew.com. May God have mercy on all of our souls. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.